0: Hey, guys, this is Stephen, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user-friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. I'm Steven. This is my co-host.
1: Hey, this is Amber.
2: say it to my face, but you're the type to want to wait until I'm famous. Acting like you've been the reason why I came up. Oh, 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 I know what you say No, 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 no. I know
0: what you really say In this episode, we get to interview one of our good friends, AJ, he is a musician, he is someone who loves people as well as loves to create and he has a great story and we're super tired to share it. But I kind of just dive in right into the interview on in this one so guys, uh, don't mind the abruptness but we're just going to go straight in because we definitely want to value him and his time and hope you guys enjoy it. AJ, uh, nice to meet you man. <laughs> um.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, are you a musician or what kind of like creative?
2: Yeah. So I'm. I'm, I'm a. I'm a hip hop artist. Uh, I started. Uh, really, I started playing. I was a. I was a trumpet player and a, a baritone player when I was in fourth grade, and mm-hmm. that kind of started the whole like, the whole music. Uh, um I don't know drive, I would say, and I did that until I was a senior in high school, and then uh went and played college football and kind of stopped playing in a band and all of that and in the school band and all of that stuff so uh when I moved down to Nashville, I got into producing, so that's how I kind of started in the whole hip hop uh scene uh and then uh started like just recording myself like on beats that I was making and then kind of fell into the whole artistry thing so yeah it's kind of kind of wild kind of insane
0: yeah so where are you at now where are you living
2: yeah. currently? um i live in nashville tennessee okay. um yeah i've been i've been here for about three years man. uh i love it man i love it um so that's like definitely the music
0: the music capital yeah. so yeah Yeah. cool so you have like a lot of influences
2: around (laughs) there and stuff yeah for sure um when I before I moved down here I got to meet some like really really amazing people um some like really big country artists and uh then some I mean there's some good hip-hop people down here too Mm -hmm. um but meeting with like producers and artists and things like that um uh I mean, it's just it's it's helped a ton, uh, and then being here, like just just getting just getting a different perspective. Drake, get out of here, man. <laughs> sorry, <Yeah. There's> a, <laughs> uh, I was sorry what about that. that.
1: No, that's sorry. all.
2: Sorry, <laughs> he was he was yeah, he's squeaking a toy out here, so wow. I apologize for that. What kind of um,
1: dog?
2: It's a little blue Frenchie. Ah, oh,
1: awesome! Yeah. I love those. No worries, he, we love dogs.
2: <laughs> good. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's good. Bec- I mean, Nashville's obviously a country music town, but it's good to get that perspective from a bunch like just a bunch of different genres. There's a really big uh pop movement down here too right now. Mm. So, uh it's just good. There's a bunch of influence around here um and like all across all genres, but um I would say like my biggest influence here music-wise would be like Sam Hunt. Like he's he's uh I mean, he's the man. Um, and he, when I first moved here, I like, I, st- I, I stayed at his house a ton. Like I, I, he's one of my like best friends and the house that I live in now, his, it's his best friend from college. They all moved here together, uh, mm-hmm. to do the music thing. And so I live with his, his best friend from college. And, um, basically I got to just see the, his work ethic and I mean, he, He works harder than anybody else and he still does even though he's not like he hasn't released a ton of music lately he i mean he's it's not like he's just like chilling and like not not making music you know right so he's uh his work ethic is second to none he is the hardest working musician i've ever met in my entire life so i mean like 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 lock himself in his bathroom with, uh, like, it's a big bathroom, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a big bathroom, but like with like, a, it's like an orange pale bucket, basically, that he flips over and he sits on it, plays a guitar, and there's just a big speaker and a microphone in there and his computer, and he's just going to town. And he'll sit in there for, there was one time he was in there for probably three days straight and he'd oh come gosh. out, to, he'd come out to eat and that was it. And he'd go wow. right back in there. Yeah. Exactly. All hours of the night, everything. Like hey, he
1: had acoustics in there are probably. All.
2: <laughs> yeah. Probably great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, so.
1: you said that you played, you know, football in college, yeah. but was that like, was that your dream to be a football player or to yeah. do music?
2: How yeah. That- was, music was never my music was never my goal. Which is weird. Like it's weird now that it it for it's a, a thousand percent is now, uh, but in college, no. I, All I wanted to do was play football, and um, I knew that football was always going to be a big part of my life, or at least I thought I did. Um, and my whole family's big, just athletes and all of that stuff. And all I knew was football, basketball, baseball, track, um, all of those things. So. That was, that was like my, that was, that was just me always. So um, when I went to the college to play football, my goal was to play in the NFL like every other kid. Um, and I just didn't take care of my body. I just, I didn't know um, and didn't research, uh, you know, proper ways to, to eat and, you know, to drink and, you know, how to just maintain and, and build, your body into a a machine Um, I just I didn't do it and I was involved in a whole bunch of other things on campus I was on like executive boards of different clubs and uh, things like that on campus I was in student government as well as a student life chair so like I was just all I was I was kind of all over campus Uh, and so the the further along I got in the four years like yes like I Football was very successful and everything like that. Um, we had a great team. Um, uh, I was just fortunate to be on uh, on an amazing team with amazing athletes and uh, like I said, I just didn't take care of my body and by the time senior year was over i was I was done. I played football for I played for sixteen years, wow. so my, I mean my, my shoulders, my knees, my ankles, my hands, wrists, like you know back. Yeah you know everything I mean everything so, so you, you wouldn't
1: think that that would just lead right into music what was the right kind of got you into music
2: yeah so uh that's a great question so uh I went to school for psychology um and I, I when I realized that I probably wasn't going to play in the NFL I was like you know what like maybe, maybe I could be a sports psychologist uh and that was kind of Picking up uh, around like 2014, and I applied for school late. Like you, you're supposed to apply like junior year, uh, make sure that you have everything intact, and then you're you're accepted usually beginning of your senior year, and then you're kind of prepping for all of that going into uh, graduation, and then you're starting right away uh, into your into your like uh, either doctorate program or, or whatever you're going for your your PhD if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied late, and uh, I would have had to have sit, sat out a year of going to school, and I knew myself, and I was like, I, if I sit out a year, there's no way I'm going back to school. I already know it. I'm going to find something else to do. Uh, so um, I applied for grad assistant football jobs uh, to, be a, to be a coach and then get my master's as well. Uh, so I got accepted at Robert Morris University, which is downtown Chicago. Um, as a as the tight ends football coach which i played tight end in college so it was perfect so i, I was the tight ends coach and then also was getting my MBA at the same time uh so basically i fast tracked that that whole thing and uh ended up getting that degree in a in a it's like a year and three months wow. so um so yeah i did i just did school all year round um we worked – football jobs are insane. We worked 18-hour days like every single day, like all day, every day. So it was just it – was, it was emotionally and physically and mentally just like taxing. And uh, I realized that I just – I wanted to play still. I didn't, I didn't know if coaching was the thing. I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started kind of falling out of the whole um, – sports athletic scene I was like I, I just don't know if this is what I want to do my whole life and I know how that affects families I know like uh, being on the road you're on the road all the time and if you're not on the road you're in your office and you're there you might sleep at the office all season I I had a coach in college when I was playing he wouldn't I mean he's, he's one of the, he's one of the greatest, I mean, he's one of the nicest people and greatest people, but he did he wouldn't see his wife for a whole season except for game day. Like he wouldn't go home, he wouldn't go home and go to sleep and like, he's got kids that are in school. Like, so I just started seeing all these things and, you know, our head coach when I was in grad school would have all four, three or four of his kids in the meeting rooms and like, it's just like a, it's just not, it, it was turning into the, like the life that I didn't, I didn't want. And I started realizing that. So it kind of put me in this really dark place, like just a really weird headspace. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why I don't know why I'm doing all this and what I'm going to do. Um, so I called up, uh, my buddy from college. He's a, he was a leader of FCA, which is football, uh, fellowship of Christian athletes. Um, and I asked him if he would pray with me every morning because i i didn't really ever go to church like i didn't really understand how any of that stuff worked um, so uh every morning we woke up and he would send me he'd send me his daily devotionals every day and we'd wake up at four thirty every morning before work, and we'd just talk to each other on the phone about it and at that same time when I was doing that with him, my best friend from from college when we played we were roommates in college he ended up moving down to Nashville to get into uh, artist management and he started talking to me about Nashville. I'm like I don't even know where Nashville is like (laughs) I have no idea um so uh he's like we'll start coming down you know like come down and, and check it out okay so after football games I would get in the car like late at night and i would just drive through the night to get to nashville and then i'd hang out with him for the weekend do some of the you know the stuff that i need to do like sports cards wise and uh prepping for the next week coaching wise and uh then drive back and i like started falling in love with nashville so uh by the end of the season uh i realized that that mm, Nashville was where I wanted to go I just didn't know what I wanted to do Uh, initially I was going to try to be a grad assistant football coach here at Vanderbilt uh, or get into athletic administration um, and go that route I music still wasn't even the thing because I didn't know what I was like I had no idea what I could do Uh, so basically in November uh, of 2015 I came down here and I that was the time I met uh I I just fell into a crazy situation and was at a birthday party like a really small intimate family birthday party uh and it was it was where I met like some of my best friends it was like uh Brandy Cyrus it was Miley's birthday and so it was Miley, Brandy, Tish like Billy Ray and Noah and like it was just their family and then it was Derek, myself, Jenny our other roommate and then uh van hunt which is sam hunt's brother and lacy um cavalier who's another country uh uh, country artist Mm -hmm. um and like we just had the greatest time it was like super cool and it was awesome and like the people around there were amazing but um it was that night where i like it kind of solidified everything that night i met the whole cyrus family which was nuts and wild and like surreal it didn't feel like it didn't feel normal at all uh but then at the same time, it felt like family. So it was like, this isn't a normal situation that feels super normal, if that makes sense. Yeah. That, that probably doesn't make sense, but uh, they were just super welcoming. They definitely- <laughs> yeah, they were just like super welcoming people and like real people. They're like real human beings, you know, that are not just like mm-hmm. on TV or on, you know, whatever. And they were amazing. And like they were, you know just super encouraging, like, hey, whatever you want to do, like, if you want to get into music, you can do this, you can do that, all this stuff. Uh, if you ever need any help or you need anything, like, let us know. That's wow. insane. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts, right? And it was just crazy, and I'll never forget that. Um, and then that same night, we left We left uh, Miley's birthday, and we ended up uh, out in uh, south of, of Nashville at this house, and I walked into the house and walked around the corner and there was a guy sitting on the sink and it ended up being sam hunt i had no idea i had no idea but it was the same night it was the same night and we just hung out we literally hung out like hung out with van who's his brother who was with us the whole night and sam and uh, some of the other guys at the house and uh, we just listened to music and just bonded and asked a bunch of questions and uh Van and Sam had pulled me aside that night at the same time and they're like hey like if you ever need anything if you need a place to stay if you need help with anything if you want to learn anything like you know we got you wow. So it was the same night like it's, it's this cra- it's just nuts it's the it's this crazy I mean it it sounds like whenever I tell that story I don't want it to sound like I'm bragging cuz I'm not it's so it's such a such a wild weird uh amazingly organic situation that just happened uh Mm -hmm. that i can't even i can't explain it i just ended up it just ended up i was in the right place at the right time Mm -hmm. so for that all to happen all in the same night uh at the end of all my trips that i was coming down to nashville and like for all of that to happen i for to me was like okay this there's a reason why i need to be here Right. Uh, regardless if I ever get into whatever they're doing or if I ever do my own thing. For some reason, I need to be here. Um, so uh, the next day, Sam and Sam had a friend's giving and invited us over. Like literally was like, Hey, come over. And it was just literally the guys in the band and us. Uh, and they had cooked uh van. cooked a bunch of food um, we just sat around the fire and and ate great food and just talked and like had a great night. listened to music and it was amazing. Um, so then January twenty first, like literally January twenty first of twenty sixteen, uh, I finished uh, all my coaching duties. I graduated um, and packed my car all of that day and just and took off and moved. So wow. yeah, moved down to Nashville and. Lived on couches for a long time and lived on floors and stuff like that, and it was great. And yeah, that's, that's I at mean, at this
1: point, were you writing yeah. music or were you just uh-uh. kind of, no, still not no. even how? No, not I at all. Like you have all these huge musical influences just <laughs> surrounding you, and you're like, you're I know, like, I wonder what I should do.
2: <laughs> I know, right? I know you think it'd be so obvious now to me, it's like super obvious, you know, it's right. like, wow, I was just getting slapped in the face with it. Uh, so cool, but back then, yeah, I was. I was, um, I always wrote poetry, but like never put anything to music, didn't know how that worked. I didn't know that there were like writers of music. I thought the artists were just artists and like they just created these songs and like that was it. Like I thought that that was literally it. So um, yeah, for that, I mean, for all of that to just happen and the way it happened and for me to still not even think about that um, was just crazy. Um, So yeah, I don't know. Kind of wild.
1: Yeah. So, what was the the catalyst, the the turning point where you're like, okay, I'm gonna use my poetry and yeah, and music.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So another kind of longer story. I'm sorry that I keep kind of going off on these. But We've
1: got all the cool. time in the world for you. <laughs> cool. Awesome.
2: Um. So basically, uh. The, the New Year's in between, so going from 2015 to 2016. So that New Year's Eve, uh, I was still living in Chicago. My friend that was living, Derek, who was living in Nashville, um, who I ended up moving in with when I moved, uh, he came up to Chicago for New Year's, and a couple of his buddies came up, and it was uh, Ryan Croon, who's Sam Hunt's day-to-day manager, and then uh, another guy named Lalo Guzman, who... Uh, we hit it off right away and he's a he was a producer uh, and he was just starting to get in the game he's my age like uh, you know just starting out like doing demos for people so on New Year's Eve he was like dude if you <laughs> another one he's like hey if you want to learn how to produce or if you want to learn that side of it you can come down and you can come over and you can stay at my place and I'll teach you everything you need to know about producing wow. I was like Man, it was just another, it was just another one where I was like, I, you know, I, what am I doing? I got to do it, you know, it's like I have to. Uh, so basically um, we talked that whole weekend and uh, when I moved down here, I didn't have a job or anything. Um, I literally just my clothes and like my car. So when I first got down here, I didn't get a job right away because Jenny and Derek weren't, weren't charging me rent. Thank you thank the lord for them like it was like you know like you're just sleeping on the floor in the living room so it's not really a big you know just it's fine mm-hmm. so uh it's like wow like thank you so much so i didn't have a job for the first couple months that i moved down here and every day i went over to lalo's place and he just would teach me he's like hey this is this this is this and i would sit in on sessions with him with other people that were writers um his roommate um actually is from Chicago and like randomly uh and his name's connor matthews and he's an he's an incredible incredible pop artist he's about to he's about to blow up like crazy uh like like major um but we all used to just kind of like i don't know we used to just talk about the future and like what we were trying to do and all this stuff and all along the way, they were teaching me, you know, what they knew. And Connor would would teach me like vocal type of things, and he would, like have me do some of his vocal warm ups with him, like in the living room. Uh, and he allowed me to like sit in on rights with him. Or Sammy Ariaga did the same thing with Lalo, and we would literally all just like they were just teaching me everything because uh, I had never been introduced to any of it. So they were literally my they're just introducing me to everything, kind of a crash course. Uh, within the first few months. Um, so that summer I'm in the studio with Connor Matthews and uh, he's, he's doing this track, uh, he's doing this song called Tuxedo Camouflage. And uh, I was just sitting in the back of the room on the couch, like in the studio, like just listening and, you know, watching him record and watching the whole process. And there was an open second verse like that he didn't know what to do with. Uh, like an open bridge kind of thing so i was like man like while they're trying to figure out all this stuff i'm going to write a verse and see yes. and see see what see, what, see what, like see you know see what could happen so i wrote the verse and i didn't tell him that i wrote it for 3 months i didn't tell him wow. i didn't tell him cuz i was so scared i was i was so nervous and scared like i had no idea i was like man like this could be so bad like i've never shown anybody <laughs> i have never shown anyone my poetry stuff i've never shown anybody that i because like as an athlete like growing up you're like supposed to be like this strong like you know you're not an artist artistic kid you know what i'm saying like just all the stigmas of being a you know big male athlete like that's just how it is um how it was it's really not like that anymore um so i didn't show him for three months and then he got he like he was playing the song in his room trying to figure out like what he was going to do with the bridge and i'm like all right dude I'm like i just got to show you it's like i wrote a verse three months ago like in the studio he's like you what I'm like dude i wrote a verse like let me just read it to you and i like i rapped it but like you know like just kind of like acapella like to him he was like what like he freaked out and i was like what he's like dude he's like he's like I didn't know that you could write I said like, I don't I didn't know either I'm just <laughs> I'm just doing this by myself no I'm not showing anybody he's like all right we're going uh next week we're gonna go to the studio and have you record it so I jumped wow. on with him and I just he was the first one to like get me in uh onto a microphone I'd never recorded myself ever before so he uh he got me up on the mic in the booth with a really great producer, Matt McVaney. Uh, He's a big time producer. He's produced a lot of stuff for like Kane Brown um, and a bunch of people down like other really big artists. Uh, I don't want to say anybody like out of place, um, but you know, he's, he's a super talented, talented producer. And so, yeah, got to do that. And once we were done with it, everyone was kind of like, yo, this is kind of awesome. Like, this is great. So we ended up, uh kind of put that song on like just SoundCloud because uh, he's working on a he's he was working on like this bigger picture artist type of thing. But he put the song up on SoundCloud and it was kinda like my first uh introduction into putting something out and it was wild. Uh it was nuts. Um and that was September that was on my birthday, September third and that was twenty sixteen. That was wow. the first time so after that I was like a, I was like addicted. I felt like
1: yeah. I
2: now I just want to keep doing this. So then I, I just, I got a little like mini microphone. Um, I had already had logic cause I was learning how to produce on my computer. So I started just like recording myself, like rapping over beats that I was making. Um, and, uh, made my first like full song called losing my mind. And, uh, uh, actually Bailey came up with the hook of that song, like on an airplane on her way back from somewhere. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. And she, she, she just like sent me the voice memo, and I was like, "Wow, that's perfect." So, I had I'd written the whole song, and then she had she had uh, the hook, and we put that together, and um, I put that song out in the beginning of 2017, just on SoundCloud, and all my friends and people back home were like, "What? Like this is nuts! Like so crazy." So then I just kept writing and recording, and finally put out a full project that I produced, uh, and mixed, mastered, engineered, wrote everything my, myself uh
1: give that a shout out what what is <laughs> yeah, that one people are going to want to hear it
2: that was called lost in thought uh it's a 10 song project uh it's super vulnerable super raw uh Love that it. it's it's like i mean if you listen to it and you compare it to other songs that are on like the radio now it'll you'd it be like oh this is not this just isn't my thing but it was super it's just a super organic thing i recorded all of it in my room by myself I wrote it all myself, like it's just a super raw, organic artistic just body of work, and I just threw it up there, and that kind of catapulted the whole thing, and that literally that took me from just some kid that's down here trying to figure it out, producing to like oh he he's like an artist, like he's got an artistic side, and he's creative or whatever, so then I started kind of jumping in rooms with other people and uh you know uh met uh nilo and blake who they're both my producers now uh blake's my dj as well uh for shows and uh just the i mean the craziest storm whirlwind ever uh that i mean it's just it's wild i can't even uh, i can't even explain it to you so so what
1: what is what are you up to now like what where has this yeah
2: yeah so uh from there that was 2017 we worked on a we worked on songs all of 20 end of 2017 into 2018 um and they started producing basically all this stuff for me um i would i would like to say like i always have a hand in production whether it's like just like wanting to tweak certain things or whatever um but uh nilo is like the main producer now of all of my stuff that you're gonna hear now but then uh, in april of twenty eighteen i believe uh yeah april twenty second something like that um we put out famous and that song like was the first time I was like really kind of singing and rapping like and doing all of that and uh somehow i don't know how that all went down, but that's that song kind of took off uh and um you know that 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 song alone like kind of in nashville is what kind of uh gave me like the stamp of approval i feel like from a lot of other artists around here even country artists uh and you know that that was that was kind of the thing that catapulted everything but we put out songs all of 2018 we put out three different songs and then we were still working on this big project and we finally put that project out in february um, and that's called loyalty over royalty, and that's uh, kind of like a testament to some of the graduate school kids that I was coaching. Um, their voices are all on the intro track. I had them like record what that means to them, and that was like their that was like their uh, loyalty over royalty for them was like it's it's like a whole like just a movement like that's what they created. Uh, it's just you know something, like very positive lifestyle how to live and all that stuff and so i wanted to kind of give back to them and uh show them how much i appreciated them and um got them on the on the first track and those songs on that whole project to me like one day i think one day they'll be a- appreciated how they were meant to be and how they should be uh but it'll t- it's going to take time obviously but those songs we put everything into um so um like I said that was in February uh but all the while we're still writing songs I'm about to put out another song here um within the next few weeks uh more of a kind of heartbreak love song I would say um and it's all saying like I'm singing the whole time and uh very just very vulnerable and very just you know um it's good it's like therapeutic and it it Mm -hmm. feels good and uh, so I'll put that out here in a little bit, but I'm working on a summer EP right now, actually, uh, that are all kind of like reggaeton, uh, like Afrobeat type of stuff. Uh, it's just fun, like sit around the fire out on the beach in California type of feel, um, or in Seattle, or you know wherever or in Portland. Washington, and you know, or, <laughs> Portland, Portland, or Portland, or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> right, right. PM, huh? <laughs> exactly but it's 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 one of those where i just wanted to lighten it up a little bit and have some fun with it uh i'm gonna go out to la and my buddy uh his name's a b he's an incredible artist and mind. he's gonna uh direct a video for i want to do like a short uh like a 15 minute short story video almost like a movie or a i'd love to and just put all the songs in it and make it like a like a episode of a show, almost type of thing. Uh, and we're gonna do that uh, this summer at some point. So that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. If
1: only he had a place to do all that, Stephen. <laughs> this is okay. So I don't know if yeah. you listen to the podcast and we mostly yeah. just wanna hear you speak, but yeah. I wanted Stephen to just give a really brief uh, outline of what Koyama PDF is because yeah. it's specifically designed and developed. Uh, vision, um, yes, to help creatives like you. Oh, awesome! Um, yeah, yeah. So, Steven, you want to plug that real quick, I and mean, we want to respect your time too. So, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, sure. So, Poema is a space where we are going to be able to go in and be able to um, have a networking as well as have the creative spaces as well. So, yeah, created to like level the playing field for all creatives because I know that studio time, all these kind of things like not everyone has the incredible story of like the blessing a yeah
1: a
2: hundred percent like you
0: know to be able to in the right place at the right time is not the ideal for everyone and like that's very it's very encouraging for people but everyone feels like oh well then that's just like not not for me you know so, yeah like, when people sure. are in that kind of space like we're we're wanting to lower lower the bar and like have it yeah so people can can create Sorry,
1: that's
0: my dog and they can also <laughs> and they can also have a community and network so mm-hmm. this is like gonna have a podcast studio, a film, an audio like studio, as well as having like a place for people to write in like this big community table where they can just collaborate and have ideas bounce back and forth. But then they're not just having ideas. They're having the ideas come to the table, but then going out into the world where they can just go into the studio from that table into wherever to, to record or go into a, studio yeah. to go do a podcast or do a film or whatever for a music video or for a YouTube right. So like, that's like the, the space that we're creating because the bar is so high for musicians yeah. creatives and it's crazy, yeah. like people just are of so <laughs> intimidated by it because they, yeah. they don't want to make that like step into like going into a lot of debt or paying 500 bucks an hour for studio time right quality you know right. so we're like wanting to lower it so that we can get more art out there and people can express themselves and also like take the chance them sure you know like right a lot, a lot of times like they're the bar is so high that they're like screw this i'm not gonna like go and take that chance because if i take the chance and it fails i'm gonna be in a whole heap of debt
2: <laughs> you know yeah yeah <laughs> like, i hear that i hear that for sure yeah. so, for like, sure that's amazing man So how do
1: you think if you hadn't had that encounter that you had, which is incredible and I feel like it was just meant to happen, like, obviously. Um, But if that hadn't happened, like, how do you think Poyama might have helped you as a creative? Oh,
2: wow. Um, Gosh, I mean, uh, that'd be, I mean, that'd be exponential. Uh, That's something that, like, that's something that you can't even put really a price tag on or something that you can't, you can't even really, I I don't even know how to explain it. It's just some, if someone has a space like that, that is able to go and do that, I wish that they had that here in Nashville. Um, I know they tried different things, you know, but if you can, you know, make that work and, and foster that, that, um, that vibe and that relationship with artists, uh, that's that's something that you just, there's no, there's just no replacement for that. Uh, that would be, that would be, um, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, that's an amazing thing. There's some people up actually in Detroit, Michigan, um, that after we're done with this, I can send you a link to their Instagram. They're doing that. Uh, it's an old church, this major, um, like open, abandoned old church but that it's this whole collective of people that have created this super creative space for artists up in detroit and kids to kind of get off the streets and do that and like yeah. do anything artistic in there but it's very musically driven as well so that's mm-hmm. that's amazing that's so cool that's
1: so we that's, can count on you to come visit us
2: <laughs> oh 100 percent oh yeah, yeah i'll be out there for sure
1: awesome awesome for well, you're, sure you're welcome to come out we thank would love you, to have you i think that's cool and just what he said Stephen, about you know that what your buddies are doing and getting kids off the street man oh it's that's just that's that, I, I mean are, we, could yeah. a, we
2: could have a we could have an eight-hour podcast about I that know. yeah <laughs> yeah that's, i mean that's, that's,
1: that's so encouraging just to hear your words about because Poyama is a vision that we are yeah. implementing you know i'm I'm a a singer and so you yeah. know obviously I've been singing forever but you know no I'm a mom of four kids that's my priority I yeah. work there's no yeah. outlet for for somebody like right. me and I know Steven yeah. you know that's yeah. kind of how this vision came about and so just to have this where people can afford it you know mm-hmm. so it's not like breaking the bank but there is art and music and creativity yep. that needs to be out there for people to hear and this gives somebody for sure. that platform so for sure. um that's just so encouraging to hear your words because I know the vision oh, yeah. was put on Stephen's heart a long time ago. It's starting oh, yeah. to take shape because my other side is I've started businesses from the ground up for 18 years.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I'm
1: going to be using my business brain, but in, in a creative way. And then Stephen, he's, you know, you could tell he's kind of, well, I'll let you tell what you've yeah. done, what you went yeah. to college for, Stephen.
0: Yeah. I went to school for uh, audio engineering and music. Oh, yeah.
1: So yeah. Like, I'm all
0: about like production Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So we're yeah. just
1: trying to collaborate.
0: Yeah, yeah you're creating a team. I want to yeah. piggyback on what you said, AJ, just like more so like you felt that family connection like so much when you came over. A thousand percent. Like table where they're able to go and like have this family, have this community. They're like, mm-hmm. a musician. I'm a musician. Like let's do shows together. Let's, let's yeah. write a yeah. Like let's exactly. go on for three days and like write some songs. <laughs> <on the line. laughs> yes. Exactly.
2: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Have that you you would have gone back to that to that right. family, but like that work ethic that you have from working in football has like completely like changed your life. And like exactly,
2: completely. exactly, hundred percent.
0: Like able to do like twenty-two hours of like music now, like
2: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's it's yeah. yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah, there's no sleep. Really, isn't like something that I I mean you need it, but like it's not something that I count on anymore. You know you just yeah. got to grind it out and work it out so
1: i just thought of a lyric for a rap it's like seeing the ride from the other side like you did yeah. not know that you 100%. were gonna get to where you were yeah but you had to go on that ride man you had to get in that storm and be redirected oh, yeah. and now yeah. you're seeing that ride from the other side so you can write a song like exactly. that
2: yes <laughs> thank you thank you do you need writer's credit for it or what
1: Oh no, that's a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's funny. I was like, it's so funny that I feel like like we're friends. We don't even know each other that well, but I just feel like you're just that friend. Well, we're, friends. Friends. We're, we're friends, totally we're friends. We're totally friends, we go way we're back. We're
2: friends, Thanks for sure. <laughs>
1: like. I, I just love that because that's yeah. kind of the point. I'm a thing. It's like a family, like like yeah. people coming alongside people and artists helping artists. Because one of the things is like in the industry you're in, as you know, it's very competitive. So sometimes oh, yeah. you want to be friends, but you're also competing. It's, it's just a hard yeah. thing. And it's like it's For a sure. good thing. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I would never say that, but it is right. a little bit hard. But to have a family environment, like I know, like Stephen was saying, like you came and you found a family there. And yeah. that was the main reason you went. It wasn't singing. It wasn't that. Exactly.
2: Exactly. yeah you know, it wasn't it wasn't at all mm-hmm. yeah
1: so that's what for we're sure. hoping with quiama to have that you walk in that door and steven's vision of this huge community table where you just sit around that table right. you create family and then within that you're going to create all this i mean there's probably art that we don't even know exists oh, oh that's thousand gonna happen percent. that's like, a thousand
2: percent the truth yeah exactly
1: Just so great oh my goodness yeah, amazing. That's yeah amazing. thank you so much for yeah. for what yeah. you do and pursuing yeah. that oh. and
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is awesome. Um, yeah. I just
0: want to ask like a quick thing. like
2: Yeah. Um,
0: like, what would you say to like other artists, like aspiring artists like to encourage them or to like, you know, have, for them to start? Like, I know it's like, you just got to start and that's like the hardest. Yeah. But, like, what would you say was like your encouragement or something that you can give yeah. practical advice?
2: I would say my biggest thing is is find who you are always be yourself. Don't try to be anybody that you're not. And don't, don't try to um, like cater to anybody else. Uh, If you're who you are like yourself and you're organically that, and you're comfortable with that, other people will come around to it regardless of if they're like super, like, I'm going to jump on this right away and support you. Don't like, don't, don't put so much value into what other people think initially of you. If you're organically you, then you will be so much happier at the end of the, at the end of the day, whether you have, you know, 70 number one hits or none. Like if you're organically yourself, you find who you are, that you, you will find happiness in that. I guarantee you based off of you being yourself, you're going to grow as a human and you're going to grow as an artist. You're going to grow as, as a uh, community leader, whatever it is. And, something along that path of you finding yourself and you being yourself is going to lead you to something even bigger and better uh, whether that has anything to do with music or not so yeah. that's that's my biggest thing always yeah such
1: a good word that is such yeah. a good word yeah. so i have two things Stephen, steven did you have anything else have uh, no, go things.
2: for it go for it real
1: quick
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: um yeah one is um Is would it be okay, or I mean, not? But uh, we sometimes incorporate artists' music in the podcast, like the end is that cool? Okay, (laughs) 100,000. And then, lastly, yeah,
2: (laughs) yay, okay,
1: Uh, we just always want permission. We want to, yeah, no, I i appreciate that, but yeah,
2: yeah. and then
1: uh, any shout outs, like just you know, any shout outs, and then you, sorry, there's three things we want people to know where they can find your content.
2: Gotcha, well you can find my content um apple music spotify every like anywhere you can get music uh, it's just aj on there so it's tough like just a period j period so sometimes it's hard to find if you type in like a period j period and then famous which is the biggest song that i've had then it'll pop up right away and you'll find everything else from there um all my and we social can,
1: we can post links too yeah. if you want to see yeah yep.
2: for sure and all my socials are aj raps official or aj raps music. Um, so, yeah, Instagram's AJ Raps Official, so is Facebook, um, all of that. So Twitter is the same way. Uh, and you'll find all links to my music there. Um, and then I am so sorry. What was the other thing? Uh,
1: okay. Oh, oh shout out. out.
2: Yeah. Uh, shoot. Um, shout out to you guys, number one, uh, for what yeah. you guys are doing. That's Thank amazing. You. That's amazing. Um it's so it's so great and refreshing to see that like to do it for the right reasons. So I love that. Um shoot, shout out. Shout out to all the mothers out there. It's Mother's Day yesterday. Yeah. 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 Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Um yeah, my mom's the greatest. No offense to you, but you know, she's the greatest. <laughs> so, um yeah, I would say shout out shout out all the mothers. Shout out my family here in Nashville. Shout out everybody in Chicago, all of that family. Uh, everybody around the world. I love everybody. So shout out to everybody, I guess, yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. We really yeah. appreciate having yes. you on here. And we're just getting started, so yes. but I, I really, you know, I think we have this vision that Steven originally cast and I'm just excited to see where it goes. We can I'm super he,
2: excited too.
1: Yeah. I mean this is the very beginning. So yeah. there's yeah. only that, you know, that For ride sure. to go on
2: for so, sure we just yeah. love
1: having you be a part of it so thank, thank you maybe you so we'll much. do a follow-up after you i say
2: please before. do yeah please do right. i would i would love to to jump on whenever you guys need me if it's a specific nice. topic or whatever like just yeah. let me know i'm all about it
1: right on thank you so much we appreciate
2: for sure that. Wow. yeah thank you guys
1: even anything else
2: no we're good man thanks so much all man.
1: Right. Absolutely. thank you
2: thank bye. you all right bye <laughs>
0: The interview was so good, Amber. So you were saying that there was a need for a Nashville, as well as something else.
1: Like you're- I was saying how you're going to run the Portland, uh, Poyama PDX, and then what's the Nashville instead of PDX? It's, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But the Nashville, whatever, does it even? I mean, it's just I, like. What I was just saying is, is I just feel that there's a big shift happening, and it's 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 a big thing. Like it's going to be a big, bigger than we can even imagine um because I think that this is something that creatives are going to go after. Like this is gonna be so exciting for so many people and it's gonna put hope back into people. Yeah. Hope that's probably been lost or put on a shelf or whatever. And just to go, okay, now now I have a way to go do this thing that's in me that I, I just love to do. It's just gonna create such an awesome environment for for those people. And I cannot wait. And and the other thing in that interview we talked about that that struck me because I said it, but it was just kind of one of those things that I said it. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh my gosh, that there is art that's going to be creative, created through Poyama that doesn't currently exist. Mm -hmm. Like we have music, we have photography, but I think there's going to be some mesh of all of these (laughs) creative people that's going to create this thing that doesn't even currently exist. And I cannot wait to see that happen. Yeah. there's a type of music maybe that nobody's ever heard before that we're going to hear for the first time and or photography or a mix of all of the like. It just makes me happy. Like I was, we were doing the interview and I was like, this, this is what I love to do. Like we're not, we're working, we're doing all these things. We're working towards these goals and and none of it feels like work. It's Mm. just like so exciting to to just be a part of something like this you know what do you think
0: i'm so on board like it is like it's really awesome just to like be able to see like the mesh to hear the feedback um from people it's just like really awesome like sure like it's not i'm not i don't care about like the perception from like people but like i care about like the vision that people are getting behind it like it's it's cool that this is like speaking to the masses it's not just it's not my vision it's it's, i feel like this has been a vision for others that but i'm like the person that's saying like i'm gonna take the baton and i'm gonna like run the race you know and like we're doing that together which is really it's like it's scary to 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 face this in such like a, a a very like hopeless world but like to be that catalyst of hope to people um is it's honestly like it's 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 a lot you know it's a lot It's like well i
1: think that you and i relate on such a level with people in this you know creative field that that's what makes it so much different is because we are those people and we and especially you because you're like i want to create something for these people to have a place to go and create
0: um, just, what? <laughs> so great i'm like i've been burned so many times and like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and i i know that if aj like you said like if he wouldn't have had those opportunities and people that he met there like if god wasn't able like to like, if he didn't, god didn't like come and inter- intervene like and pull him out of football like he wouldn't he would have gone right back to football you yeah. know and, like that's how people feel they're like well i tried and i tried and like
1: And it didn't work.
0: I want to go back to nine to five. I want to go back to my stability. I'm not supposed to be doing this, but like it's the only thing I can see that's succeeding in this current moment. Mm -hmm. So they lose
1: their vision. They lose their hope. They lose their, you know, desire to do that. Well, I don't know necessarily, I've never lost my desire to do it, but the desire gets so
0: like dampened due to the fact of like, if you're going to like go and run, let's say you're going to run a mile and like every time in the mile, you're just like, I can't get past the first lap. Like I'm just mm-hmm. so tired. Like you're not gonna want to run a freaking mile. Like you have to see progress mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to like move forward and have the momentum. Like if I, you know, if you saw like you ran like a one lap and like next time you're in lap and a half, you're like, oh, cool.
1: Okay, so I have probably got two more in more me next time. I got,
0: I got three more left. You know, like I can go for another lap, like two laps yeah. next time, and like have that progressive. And like people don't see that because they're like, I'm gonna put in let's say five grand and like nothing happens there's like shoot I just put five grand in the world and like
1: now I have to get another job to pay off that loan plus my normal job and then right. like it just does a spiral downhill mm-hmm. like that's what makes this so amazing like I can't even begin to Understand what this is going to turn out to be. Like, this is going to be so much more, I think, than we know. And that's like a word I've been getting is there is more. Like, I was thinking about that this morning. I'm like, you know, a lot of people would be very content with the life that I have. And I should be. You know, I'm thinking, why am I always wanting to do something more? Like, I have, you know, a steady job, I have a great home, I have a wonderful family just, I don't even know how I have the husband that I have. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just have this thing in me that is like, but there's more, there is more, there is more. And and it, it, I don't, I can't make it stop. And I realized this morning I was driving my kids to school and there's more for them too. There's, there's just so much more. And I was like, I was created this way to, to be that person that isn't just content because I know that there's more. And instead of trying to be that content person, which I've been trying to do for so many years, I'm like, no, I'm done with that. Because if there's this in me and I'm created this way, then I need to chase after that. There is more. And I'm never going to be, I mean, I know it's a lot of things. Like I'm, very thankful for everything that I have. I don't want to say that I'm not because, you know, I'm, we're very blessed and, you know, fortunate to live where we live and have a job. And my husband has a great job and we have wonderful children. Um, but I'm just created to continually want to pursue that other, you know, that there's more, there's more to pursue, there's more to do. And I feel like there's a reason for that. And so this morning, it's like, okay. I'm going to grab onto that. I'm going to grab on and be that person because I know that's who I'm created to be. And it's not a bad thing, you know, to pursue that. There is more, I mean, it's recognizing what I have and I'm not saying it's not enough. I'm just saying that, that I know that there's more that this life that I have is supposed to do. And, and, and I I can't make that stop. I've tried for for so long for like so long people are like you should just be happy where you are and it's like no I am happy where I am because I say that there's more doesn't make it so that I'm not happy where I am but it's just that if I know there's more and that I can be used to help serve people in that way and then there's more for my life to to do that ultimately you know I love serving people if there's more that I can do to serve people then I can't stop because that's who I'm created to be. And I don't want to stop. And I want to keep going. And I want to pursue these things. And and I want our family to pursue these things together as a family. Like this morning, my son was singing worship with me in the car with his hand up. And I was like, he might be a worship leader. Like, oh my gosh, like Koyama and and Gabe, (laughs) like, come on, like, this is cool. He could pursue a music thing, you know, through this and Mm-hmm. I just opened my eyes to, to the, there is more. It's not, you know, for the longest time, it's like, I, you know, I'm just, I don't want it to be about me, but I know that it is partially about me. But the main thing is that this is the, there is more is for our whole families, so your family, our family, like this group combined family <laughs> that is going to be so special. And that is worth not, staying common for i guess you
0: know yeah I and mean, I, I just continually think about like we we've gotten we got ourselves into this to so, like to create something bigger than ourselves and like that's what's starting to happen like we don't mm-hmm. we're, we're not in this for ourselves in this
1: Mm-mm. for the
0: greater community of creatives and the possibility of people taking a chance on themselves to to actually like tap into that potential, like that God given gift that they mm-hmm. that they didn't even know they had. They just need someone to encourage them to give them a free a free trial to to take a chance, like without any risk. And then, like then once they see that there is a chance and there's potential, they're like, oh, I'm I'm going in. I'm like,
1: on. Wow. Yeah.
0: Like, there's no there's no stopping once you put some gas in the engine. Like the car's in that freaking go. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of space that we're we're in, we're we're activating, we're empowering, we're loving people, as well as we're just we're just being that catalyst that like is is saying that you you are more. You know, like you
1: are more. Yes. Like, and I think
0: <laughs> that so many times we're so content with like having just having enough and like that's great but like I think we're called to be more than the average um because I think it's not about legacy it's just about like transparency and you know, a lot of times we don't have that that space to be ourselves. like we're trying to be everything but ourselves, and like we yes. just were and like self only gets out when we like uh, go and get a drink, and we're like, oh my gosh! And Like that stuff is like not healthy for your body to like just to, like be constantly talking about how you can be. But like, how about you put that into like a positive way, and you can like, actually be yourself, and you can be giving. you giving others an opportunity to know you. That's not going to be like in this like, oh man, my life is so hard. I wish I was doing this instead of like, hey, like I'm doing this. I'm I'm helping my I'm helping me. I'm helping others, and like I'm actually knowing who it is that I'm doing it for, and like also like the fact that like this is a great platform that I can that I feel like I'm able to walk into and able to be unashamed, able to have full and complete um, encouragement and have a voice in. Like I think it's so important that mm-hmm. people like to have a voice anymore, and. Like because they, they have, the world has done such a great job at making them feel less than.
1: Yes. That's it right there. So like the world is telling us who we should be. And I want to fight back against that because I don't want to be who the world wants me to be. I want to be who the Lord created me to be and and the world <laughs> what they tell you it's it's not true and and but people are believing it yeah. um and so this is getting back to okay the world told you you couldn't and and we're going to come alongside you and show you an avenue so that you can you yeah. know it just opens that door of hope and there's so much hope lost just because people like, oh, you know, like like record something, put it on Facebook, and like get three likes, and then they're depressed, and like, this isn't for me, but it could have been really good, and it's just Facebook algorithms didn't put it out there. You know, like, there's so many things that this world limits, and then you just give up on this thing, and it's like, no, man, fight back. If you have something in you, and, and you want to get it out there somehow, guess what? Now you have an avenue called Poyama PDX. <laughs> we are here to help you come alongside you, be a wrapped around you and let's let's actually do this like let's do this and let's see that there is more in you you know that you don't need to lose hope you know I'm super excited about um, seeing where AJ goes and then other creatives like him you know that will maybe find their start you know and little Portland, Oregon. You know, <laughs> Boy, I'm a PDX. But man, just making those connections and that community to know, you know, that um, even even people that are already making it in the industry think that this is such a needed thing. You know, um, it's just is so encouraging. Like that interview, really, just oh, man, it just made me think about a lot of things. Like you know, like like his his ride. Um was was hard I mean he was just doing something completely different and, and it makes me think you know we're gonna have a photographer walk in the door that's gonna walk out a singer you know like mm-hmm. and they yeah. didn't even know it <laughs> like, yeah. and they're gonna be incredible or uh, writing music or you know in film or podcasting or you know it just it just is an avenue for people to discover um, that creative side that they have in them that they maybe never even knew existed mm-hmm. like had AJ not made those connections he would who knows, be working 18 hours a day trying to be a football psychiatrist, which I think is a needed thing and a great thing and a wonderful thing. But it I, apparent with him that wasn't his calling and that wasn't his direction, you know, and it was an opportunity that changed that for him. And I feel like that we're gonna be helping create opportunities for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so awesome. I'm, like, so excited to be a part of that. Like, can't get enough. That's just... That's my heart, (laughs) you know. It's amazing. That's it. That's it. So, where can people find us, steven
0: (laughs) You can (laughs) email at pointmapdx at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram at pdx That's right. Um, that's right. Instagram handle and then we can also be found on Facebook I know like Facebook is definitely a fun little platform that's not used as much but facebook.com slash poiema pdx
1: spell poiema for people because that's the big thing (laughs) Uh, poiema
0: p-o-i-e-m-a pdx
1: nice yeah so go check us out and if you are interested in Uh, being an artist that we interview that would be wonderful Um, hit us up on instagram or send us an email and look forward to talking to you
0: yeah all right guys see you later
2: Face, but you're the type to want to wait until I'm famous. Acting like you've been the reason why I came. back though right yeah yo bro i trust you give everything for the music man just run it back through let the 808 hit your chest feel it attack you lyrical spirit you hear me though now i'ma smack you you get around to it right You gonna show your friends right or you'll listen tonight